Hey everybody, how are you? Hello, Chad here. Dates, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Acme, March 2nd. That's my birthday. I'll be 48 years old. I don't want to talk about it. To the 4th, San Francisco Punchline, March 23rd through the 25th. Milwaukee Improv, March 31st and April 1st. Davenport, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino. No big whoop. April 27th. A couple days after that, Grand Rapids, Michigan, April 28th and 29th, I will be at Dr. Grin's. And then May 12th and 13th, I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky at the Louisville Comedy Club. And then I'm going to be off for the summer. Maybe some uh, some fun stuff I'm going to be doing, maybe touring with another person. But um, look for more dates on my website, chaddaniels.com slash tour uh, coming up because I'll be back on the road from September all the way to the end of the year. Hope to see you out there. And uh, also, I'm going to have uh, this guy, my, my my pal Justin, help me out with some new stuff for Instagram. I'm excited. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello! Thank you for coming back. Thanks for listening like you do. Across from me, as always, is the gentleman I performed with this last weekend who murdered four straight shows. It is Cyrus Amundsen. It's wonderful to be here, Chad, and I would like to talk about the audience response to those shows. In particular, one message received <laughs> by the club's Facebook account. Yeah, sure. Let's let's get to that. So, <clears throat> the uh, so the, it was okay. So the weekend was amazing. We'll talk about it. That's fine. <laughs> The weekend, the weekend was very fun, and I have already my rebuttal in my head for so this thing. Let's, but let's paint ahead. a picture for everybody. We see each other. It's going to be a fun time. Friday, very fun. Very fun. Shows yeah. fun. People fun. Fun, fun. Saturday, early show has, I would say, the largest contingent of podcast fans. I would also say that. And so there is, and there are, seem to be people who have traveled, uh, there is an energy in the Saturday early show. And yeah. it continues. The, it was, the energy received, it was just a very boisterous, in a good way. I'm not saying crazy. It was like, it was an outrageous room. What did, what did you say Shubes' mom who was there said? It was, well, hold on. You got to read the thing for it. It was electric. Yes. It was an electric room. And then I took it upon myself after the bed had been made with military corners. It was tight. It was amazing. And I took it upon myself to say, you know what? You're almost too good. I'm going to slap you in the face with my backhand. And my penis. <laughs> and I need you guys to show me that you're good enough to come back from it. I, you, well, self-deprecating aside, uh, because in that moment, I don't think you recognize how funny all of that was. But I, I, I do want to read this, but just to give everybody the clarification, Schubert's mom, Alex Schubert's mom was there. I think we should do it afterwards. Okay, I'm going to trust you. Here is 
The point is, it was a good room. We had a nice time. Yeah. Well, it was better than a good room. All I'm saying is, it's like a person that's always been rich. It's like, let's throw them in a fucking rotten apartment and see how they get by. Because these people were so good in this crowd, we needed to see their reaction to adversity. At least I did. And let's talk about that adversity, because here is the message received. And keep in mind, it what does it hold? 250 people? 220, I believe, okay. is where they push out. Two, yep. 220. Yep. So let's say 880 people came to these shows, and this is the one review that is an issue i'm 41 and i have been going there they are the club meaning since i was 18 years sure. old go bananas never had a bad experience until this evening the headliner was terrible, my, terrible. with an exclamation point oh, my husband time. was so excited to surprise me with these tickets and it was a total waste exclamation point i understand Waste. there's a variety of different comedians in parentheses and humor but never have been so offended so much by the one tonight yeah me not not you me and I'm then not, another i was terrible and then another and ex exclamation ahead. point on the end of tonight yeah, so this person was uh not pleased with the program <laughs> and um, I have been working on some, if you've ever heard me do stand up before, you know that I am a, uh, a huge enemy of the Catholic church. Uh, I do, well, I don't know if I'm an enemy of the Catholic church. The Catholic church is an enemy of mine. Yes. How about that shit? Yep. And so I don't like it. I think it's, I think it should be completely eradicated. And uh, Cincinnati has a very large Catholic, uh, you know, congregation. And so um, I, I was working on some Catholic material and I could feel in that moment. This is the backhand with my penis. I can feel in that moment, which they should be used to. I can feel in that moment <laughs> that the crowd has settled a bit. The crowd is settled and I can, I can see some people and I can, I can feel them figuring out how they're going to start chanting, we want Psy. And so I am, I'm going at them and I'm having fun, but I'm doing it in a uh, actual factual way. And so I guess what I wrote on my Instagram was, how can you be offended by a joke, but not by hiding child molesters? So that is my big problem. So let's read through it again. I'm 41. They're 41. They've had some life experiences, right? This is a husband was very surprised, was very, very excited to surprise his wife with tickets. They'd been going to the club since they were 18, probably to get away from their three children at that point in their life. And so now they're, you know, 41, got a couple of grandkids and they don't like hearing the F word because they're trying to be good examples. I get it. I get it. I'm not even offended by this thing. It is, listen, how many people can say they're the best at anything and I am the best at Gurgamu and annoying this bitch? <laughs> so it's like really pretty cool. I'm the best at at least two things. Do you guys understand that? That's that's. I crazy. thought, you know what I loved so much about the last thing you said is I, I feel like I often know where you're kind of going 
But every once in a while, I turn around and there's a gift for me that I didn't expect. And when you said, how many, how often can people say they're the best at something? And I thought you were going to give credit to the Catholic Church for being the best at hiding people who molest children. And you went a different no, direction. No. And I think that's great. Sure, I did. Thank you so much. Now we can get to Shub's mom. Okay. Shub's mom comes to the show when you leave stage and when I leave stage. Keep in mind, this is the show that this woman has written this review about. When both of us left the stage, Shub's mom got uh, an alert on her Apple Watch because of a loud crowd noise. And it's saying, like, you can't be in this environment for very long or it's going to damage your hearing. So I don't necessarily know if everyone agreed with this woman during that show. And I have to think that next time your husband might surprise his girlfriend with tickets <laughs> because he can't stand this shit anymore. But, um, you know, I, I certainly am not going to apologize for my views on the Catholic Church. And I would just going to have to agree to agree that you're fucking nonsensical. <laughs> the I... There's this ready. You are ready for some old man talk. There's this thing, this internet trend thing, Instagram thing, and uh, you know how something catches on, and all of a sudden everybody does that particular type of TikTok. Sure. So there's yeah. one, and I might be saying this. Everybody goes, "That was five months ago." Whatever. Yeah. I just saw it. Okay. Uh, there's a video, a TikTok video of a very attractive woman with just covered in tat like tattoo not covered but they're just all around her so she's already i'm in right sure uh that, that's beside the point the point is she's a very attractive gal with tattoos but on the screen and she's giving a seductive look to the screen mm -hmm. and the words on the screen that says guys that don't cheat comma what are you doing right now w-y-d-r-n what are you doing right now okay and uh but then it's tied to all these videos that were paired up next to it. And the first one is this giant dude swinging swords that are also keys. <laughs> oh, do I love that. And there's just like, there's so many, like, I think I could spend, for all the negative I've said about the internet recently, this is the redeeming, like, okay, I guess I'm going to spend a couple of days watching every, there's one of a guy it's it's the picture says the same thing guys who don't cheat like what a yada 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 something like that and it's but it's of a windmill like a giant windmill up in the air a wind, wind turbine a wind. turbine the turbine okay it's a windmill sure. sorry Corey jewel it's a windmill and uh but then it pans over to see this guy an adult man with long hair and the 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 turbines they're causing a shadow that are like rotating on the sand and this guy is jumping okay. over each turbine like it's a jump rope and like spinning <laughs> and shouting. And then he gets his legs cut out from underneath him. Like, he, not obviously, but he oh, fakes it. that's very So funny. that's, uh, yeah, I don't know why we're here, but. Can you say Mill? Mill. M-I-L-L. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, my, I just heard of this TikTok like thing. Like Happy Kelsey Mill? Yeah, okay. Happy Mill. Yeah. 
So it's like a mill where everyone, it's a Dutch mill where everyone's super clogging around. Full disclosure, we are recording. We we did the shows Friday and Saturday. You yeah. flew home. I did. Super Bowl's about to happen because you're going to go see your daughter. We're recording right now. Yeah. And I want to, before you tell me this, Kelsey, then can I tell you my favorite part of the weekend? Yes. On Saturday, because uh, I got a lot of messages from like people we love. Not not sure. just like people we've known or people who've come to shows, people we love that goes, yeah. oh, I bet you and Chad are having the best time together. And mm-hmm. Saturday, it was like, we should do something. And so I was like, we should have, I'll cook dinner before the show you come over. <laughs> and then yeah. we both were like, we should work on our sets. <laughs> and then at four o'clock, I got a, I have to take a nap right now text and we'll see where that leaves us. And when I yeah. received that text, I was laying in my bed, worried that I was going to have to shorten my nap to have dinner with you. So we're not yep. built for that. This. was right. Right. And, and um, w- you know, people were like, well, you guys have to be having the best time hanging out. I was pretty quiet in the green room for the most part because I spent the majority of the weekend watching you like you were an animal <laughs> at a zoo. I was really taking it in. I was Jane Goodalling the shit out of you because I was trying to, you know, like journal it in my head and I, because I wanted to watch you because I know it had been three years since you had been in a club. I know you'd done a couple shows, but you'd been in a club and, uh, and so I really was just kind of taking it all in and, and watching you and trying not to, uh, you know, trying not to take away from that. So I was having... I was having a ton of fun, even though it probably looked like I was just sitting and being quiet. It's because I was absolutely recording you in my brain. I, I did feel like an alien a little bit. It's because yeah, of the stupid, uh, you know, because of the stupid medication and stuff and that the fucking pandemic, you know, it's it yeah. not it's kind of it was like my first time really in an intense sounding the shoes is mom watch level of noise. And that was. That was, you forget, that's a fuck, a lot. That's a lot of noise. It was aggressive. I mean, these crowds were so good that when when we were walking to the stage and they'd say our name, it it was like a sharp yeah. piercing to my to my brain. And I believe me, I am not complaining about it. This is what you dream of when you're a little kid and you want to be a comedian. That's the kind of shit that gets you excited to keep doing it. So I'm not complaining. What really gets me excited, it starts with, I'm 41, and I've been coming since I was 18. First of all, anyone with that Uh, attitude has never come. I can promise you that much. (laughs) That's someone, if you are that, your husband, here's, there's, and now I'm all worked up. The point is, there are multiple avenues to this discussion, and let's go down the first one here. Your husband surprised you with the sure. tickets. So either your husband is shitty at surprises because he bought you tickets to a show and did no research in a world where it is so easy to find out who you're seeing. You don't have to tie a note to a pigeon and have him go off and get you a VHS tape. Right. It's right. Because don't you don't you think if it, if they would have been mad at me specifically, if they were like, we want to go see... If her husband came home and was like, Chad and Cy tickets, and she was like, oh my God, Chad and Cy tickets, don't you think in that she would have said, Chad was 
fucking terrible exclamation yes. point. Chad was, like his father said before his birth, a waste exclamation point. I feel like they really would have been more specific. I, I agree. I agree. So that means either this guy is fucking shitty and lazy in his surprises. He did not do enough work to inform her. Now, sure, I'm going to I'm going to tell you that I don't agree with this one and I all I think I know what the next one is and I think I'm already agreeing with the next one. When option. you get the surprise, if you are someone who is offended like you and I, there are things that someone can say that really really offend me, but sure. when I get really really offended, I go, I'm going to go stand over here. Like I don't need to. I can yeah. just go elsewhere, right? So if you know that about yourself, and maybe the problem is twats don't understand that they're a twat. But if you know that about yourself, is that your responsibility in a world of information to do the minimum research? Yeah, I think, you know, if you if you get easily upset, maybe Velcro pants aren't the pants to wear. So you're stuck to the seat and can't exit through one to three different exit signs and open doors that are not locked. I guess I don't know. Here's what I think. Here's option number three. The husband is a fucking boss. And he was like, fuck yeah, we're going to see these two. And she was like, you're excited. I'm excited. But she never really got to know her husband because they've been dating since high school. And they did. people change, right? You, you date as seniors and you're like, you're the captain of the football team. I'm the cheerleader. This is going to be amazing. Let's go tell God about it. And then they did. And then now people change, right? And, and the guy goes, we, Hey, I know we told God about it and we like him, but boy, I also like this comedy stuff is fun. <laughs> and she was like, I know I didn't change that way. I didn't change to think comedy is fun. <laughs> and except she has been going there since she was 18. That's 23 years. I've been going there once a year. So the fact, <laughs> listen, the review should have ended with thank Holy Christ on high that I have avoided this plague in comedy for the 23 years that he's been going to the club and I've been going to the club. That's like pretty good. Does it, is there anything you want to see more than the exact list of every comedian she's ever seen? Oh, I would like to see that. I would like to, I would like to see that she only goes to see Doug Stanhope. Yeah, I was going to say there's two options with that. Either it's all of like, man, she's seen, back when he was in a club, she saw Jeff Dunham a lot. Or, <laughs> or it's the opposite where it's like, oh, so all the people I respect, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. The the comedian tonight didn't even use a middle an offensive Middle Eastern accent for a dead terrorist puppet. What a what a loser! What a waste! Um, and for the record, Doug Stanhope I think does offend people, but I'm not sure that there's many people as brilliant as making a point comedically than he is. Now, I am going to tell you what were we talking about? Oh, mm -hmm. TikTok things. So I guess there's a TikTok thing, uh, what's okay. a trend that says, how do you know your boyfriend isn't cheating? And then people will put up like a picture with food in his teeth That's or something mean. like that. And, and uh, Kelsey was on the road and she goes, uh, she saw our ring doorbell. She saw a pizza delivery guy come bring me a pizza. 
And so she had it on video captured on the app. And so she was like, I should put that on there because that would let everyone know. I know that all you when you're alone, you would not like to invite another gal over. You would like to eat pizza because I'm allergic to everything on your fucking yeah, and pizza. And not share any of the pizza. Oh, yeah. But I will tell you this. So no sugar, right? I'm on my mm -hmm. 20th day, which is pretty crazy. And uh, it's changed me to the point where I could go through a large thin crust pizza. No problem. Okay. And now I, now I eat two pieces. And my brain goes, yeah, that's enough. Because remember last time you had two pieces and then in about a half hour you didn't feel hungry and you weren't bloated? So you think because you quit heroin, you're not as interested in like cigarettes and booze anymore yeah yeah i think so i think i think that i just don't need i think what i was doing i don't know why i was punishing myself i'm not sure but i was really really, really giving it to my gut pretty hard you're not sure well I, I really don't know well i don't i i don't know either but i do know i don't think maybe it's punishing yourself do you think it's your view of yourself i i think it was i can't think about missing my daughter when I'm so full, I wonder if my stomach's going to pop. <laughs> it really was like, I put myself into a medical, a negative medical situation <laughs> to avoid having other thoughts because I had to concentrate. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. Here's what I would do. Sunday, I would land at the airport and I would drive back to Fergus. And when I got 30 minutes from Fergus, I would call Papa Murphy's. I would order a large... Thin crust pizza, extra sauce, yeah, pepperoni on all of it, mushrooms on one half, uh, pineapple and jalapenos on the other half. I would then also order a tub of cookie dough. Yeah. I think I've mentioned this. And then I go get a pint of Haagen-Dazs vanilla ice cream. I eat the entire pizza, give myself two minutes to see if I'm going to need to throw up when I don't have to. I cook but I pull it apart in two chunks or four chunks, depending on. I cook them all halfway. I put some in the bottom of the bowl, all the pint of the ice cream, and the others on top, and it just melts into a soupy <laughs> fucking goodness. And I would eat that. And then one time, and then, then this puts me all this puts me in a danger zone, right? Sure. I mean, my pants are unbuttoned. My have you ever heard uh, sweatpants? scream it's pretty impressive just like what are you doing and so uh one time i had there i found a bubbly in my refrigerator and so i drank that with the fizz and my stomach got so tight i really really thought it was gonna burst and so i was trying to make myself puke <laughs> oh dude i mean picture it's like if kevin gets into some chocolates yeah. Yeah. Everyone's, you know, everyone's like, aren't you scared of your daughter going away to college far away? What if she gets an eating disorder? It's like, no, I got it. I'll take that one for the family. What a fucking idiot. And so now I haven't had sugar and I'm like, I'm eating just way healthier. I mean, if I want something that tastes like chocolate, I have this little, I don't even know what it is. It's bone powder that's supposed to you're supposed to have and put it in your coffee. Been a lot of, there's been a, a lot of arrows shot in my direction about my diet for me to just let 
I now have bone powder in place of chocolate. Well, I can't remember what it's called, and I can't see it right now. But I, it's it's the stuff that you have in your coffee that it has protein in it. It's supposed to make your fingernails and your hair and your bones better. Iron? But I just put a little bit of a uh... iron. No, no, no. Uh-uh. I'll 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 figure it out. Some someone right now is screaming at their car radio, or their whatever. But um, put a little bit of that in there, and I just I have a smoothie. But I just put a little tiny bit, and it uh, tastes uh, tastes very good because it's got a chocolate, a fake chocolate flavor. Speaking of Jane Goodall and the apes, I felt like that in one moment this weekend. So, okay, you, uh, somebody gave us a couple people gave us some nice gifts. One of the gifts was uh, they presented us each with a little Valentine's bag and two Cadbury eggs apiece. Yeah, three. There were three, oh, there in, were each three in each bag. Three in each bag. And there was a folded uh, sticky note that said, not for Mike Cronin, which ma- in both bags, which made me laugh very hard. Uh, you got into the green room with both bags. And yeah. you were joking about breaking your streak. Right. Your chocolate streak, which was on 19 days at the time. Right. And I tried to do what I do do in those moments, even though I knew you were joking. I also under I understand the underlying real desire to potentially eat those eggs. And I started doing that. Well, let me look at them a bit like let me have them. And then I was going to take them and I was going to remove them from the situation. And you were not a monkey you were an in like i saw the moment before a baboon attacks yeah yeah whereas like i'm trying to help you and you're like hey if if you don't stop this bit and leave if you don't leave these eggs in my hand i i think i'll tear your face off your body i think that's what i'm gonna do oh i showed my fangs and i was like Yeah, I was uh, pretty intense about it. They were fucking Cadbury eggs. And I will tell you this, I smelled chocolate four days ago and didn't even want any. So that's pretty wild. Um, I like how and you I think, just, and chocolate does smell good, but I like you say that as though the rest of us walk around the world and when we smell chocolate, we float up into the air like a cartoon character that just caught a whiff of pie on somebody's window. No, I understand what normal people do, but I could smell chocolate in people like dogs can smell cancer. I could be like, did you have chocolate three, hold on, before bed two nights ago? And they're like, how did you know that? Like, well, I can, I know where it is in your body. Chad, Chad, sick him, Chad. Oh, what's that about a 83% cacao you got there? (laughs) Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty intense. But uh, so anyways, there are six... Cadbury eggs and and I know the people that brought them listen but I could not bring them with me so there are six Cadbury eggs in the green room at Go Bananas but they were an and, appreciated uh, I, gift absolutely appreciated it just and also somebody brought me uh, whatever the zebra cake rolls yep but but I also couldn't eat those because again it's, it's sugar so I'm trying I'm just trying to live a little longer now let me tell you this I walk Olivia down the aisle. I get Isaac married off. I get down there and get to give a speech in old Mexico where he's getting married. And I walk Olivia down the aisle and all that's done. And they have their miles and I, my will is taken care of. Fuck you, dude. I'm going to go get some Cadbury eggs and I'm going to pretend I just got them at a show. No, you're going to. I'm not even going to chew them. You're going to buy a farm, get you a whole bunch of Cadbury roosters, and we're going to have us, uh, we're gonna have us an operation. <laughs> yeah. 
we're going to have to get a Cadbury rooster and a Cadbury bunny. And then we're going to have to watch two animals that shouldn't fuck get after it. Because I want those eggs. It was, uh, it was, everybody who came was incredibly nice. The gifts that were sent or were given, uh, I don't, I think I know, I, I think you and I feel the same way about this. Getting gifts, whether it's at a show or anywhere else, is an, a hard thing for us. I don't want to speak for you, but it's we, it's it's great, no, yeah, greatly appreciated, and so wonderful, so thoughtful. Uh, and I don't think in those moments I'm able to say thank you the way I mean thank you. So if you are one of those sure. people, uh, thank you, thank you. But thank you to everybody. Everybody was so that was such. Yeah, I mean, I, I we also got some passion fruit and some avocados, which yes, which did. I did keep, and I'm not saying I like, got avocados. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. I'm not saying I appreciated those more than the Cadbury eggs, but right now that's what I'm eating. So uh, that's that was uh, very much appreciated, and um, it was always good to see you know some people that come to shows other places. But I, uh, it was just it was such a fun weekend, and and everyone that came, like we said, was great. Even the lady that left that review, I mean, she was nice enough to throw in. I understand there are other ways of doing comedy and there are other ways of humor and it was spelled without a without a second you so we know this woman was from america and uh and I, I thought that was even nice to throw that in there i really don't mind that she hated it because i kind of get it some of the stuff i'm saying is is could madden certain people but but what you choose to support is is absolutely disgusting to me. The, I want to say, I'm going to say one more sentence and then I want to tell you something else. Okay. Thank you, Mikey, Marty, Lee, Kimbrell. I know I say that like Kimbrell. Uh, thank you, Lee. Thank you, Ran. Uh, thank you to Spencer, right? I'll let you echo all those. Absolutely. Spencer Domofsky yeah. fucking had great sets all weekend. Domofsky, Spencer Domofsky was fantastic and we had uh, Rand did a guest set Saturday night. Uh, you know, Lee, Lee books, Mikey, uh, runs the club, Marty. I mean, obviously owns it, runs it. I get it. There's, there's a lot of people at work. Also just everyone on the staff is so cool because I missed my flight Friday morning and I was very nervous. I wasn't going to get to these shows. And I was like, holy shit, out of all the weekends to miss a show, this is going to, this is going to have to be one on the top of the list of worst ones. And so I finally get a flight at 3.45. I land in Cincinnati, but it's not actually Cincinnati. The Cincinnati airport is in Kentucky. And it is, I am going to say, four miles west and seven miles south of the river that brings you into Ohio. And it's, it's also south of uh, Noah's Ark. Speaking uh, yes. of, I think yeah. that's where she probably goes and sees most of her comedians. At the Noah's Ark Creationism <laughs> Museum. Now, here's the thing. You know how I feel about faith-related things. But yeah, I can I tell you, I know, I know that you're anybody a fan. who yeah. tells me, I talked to somebody who's like, we t oh, you're from Cincinnati? You've been to the Creation Museum? And I was like, I haven't. They've been, we could bring all our grandkids down there. It's like, all right, well, don't come to Chad and I's show this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, so I probably passed that on my way, but I wouldn't know because I was driving so fast because I landed at seven. It's a half hour from the airport to the club. I had to get my rental car, get in the rental car, take off. I drove so fast, safely, but so fast, and I pull in 
and I hear them introducing Spencer to start the show so I know I've made it, and I just start screaming into the air, I'm undefeated, motherfucker! (laughs) Not even travel can stop me from getting to a show! Like, I'm jacked up. I kick the door open back to the kitchen. Everybody just looks at me, and I'm like, I'm undefeated! And the new people sort of backed away, and the people that had been there forever were like, hey, Chad... And so it was just, it was a, such a fun, fun, fun uh, weekend. And I'm going to say one thing because we're moving on from this, right? Yeah, we're moving on. Okay. So here is something that no one is going to care for because I'm going to, just is going to be ridiculous. But it was very, very fun to watch uh, one of my best friends. And a comedian that has killed, I have watched destroy rooms, get back on stage after he was yanked away from something that he loved to do passionately. And it was an absolute honor to be on the show that was, was having this happen. And, uh, you know, I know, I know you were worried about getting up there and, uh, you know, having to do that much time and standing and all that shit. And I was, uh, I was just real dang proud of you. Okay. Well, that's very, this was before the show conversation, but thank you. <laughs> nope. I told you I'm saving mine for on show. Oh no. Yep. I was just real, real dang proud of you. And, um, I'm thrilled to see what happens next. I hope you continue obviously to get healthy. Not, not for comedy. I, I could, when it comes to your health, I could give yeah. a fuck about comedy, but I hope you continue to get healthy and uh, and healthier because I've already seen uh, the the changes. And so, what are you I'm doing? Fu- no, what nothing. Doing? I'm fine. The listen to me. Okay. I think huh, I'm gonna get. Uh, I think you said you're excited to see what happens next. What if I get like way better and I plan this tour right? Yeah, and I can open for you. I love and it then, already. That lady guns me down. <laughs> the 41. No, I'm the one she hates. I'm the yeah, one she Yeah, well, hates. all I got to do is put on a few pounds, and she's like, he looks taller, but let's fucking do it. He had to have <laughs> signed off on it. It's kind of like, like if you know someone who commits a crime, people are like, hey, did you have a say in this? Oh, that's fun. I have to tell you something. The reason I don't, this lady's thing doesn't really bother me is because... I experienced some paradoxal kindness. And what I mean by that is the first day I officially lived in Minneapolis, my car was broken into. Now, here are some options. They had one of those fancy, um, you know, things where they, they just, it's, 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 it finds the frequency of your fob for your car. Oh, yeah. And so they can unlock your doors. Or they had one of those sticks that goes down and unlocks the doors. Or, and this is absolutely possible, and I do believe this is right, I left my car unlocked. Or, and I'm, I'm going to throw a fourth one in there just so you're considering all the options, 19-year-old Cy and Joel Hookstra came by and they'd locked their keys in their car so many times at Arrowwood that they'd figured out how to twist a coat hanger, break the seal without puncturing it, and hook the door open. And some of you are going to think there's a fifth option after you hear what happened that maybe I was just sleepwalking. So I think I left. I think it's number three. I think that I left my car unlocked because I was unloading a bunch of shit and I just didn't keep track of it. Right. Okay. 
So I go out there, I look in the window, and I notice there's a bunch of stuff. I notice two things. I notice that my I'm, I'm parked kind of like in an alleyway behind a garage door, but you have to park over far enough to make sure people can get by. And I notice that the rear view mirror on that side is now pulled in, right? Mm -hmm. You know how now they have hinges? You can actually pull them in when you park mm -hmm. so nobody breaks mm -hmm. them? So that has happened, which I did not do because I wouldn't have thought of that. And I look in the car after I see that and the passenger seat is filled filled with things that, that were in my middle console. Oh. And so I go, uh-oh, what happened here? So I go into my car and the paper money, which was like, I'm going to guess $7, right? Okay. It's just scattered throughout the car. The paper money is gone. And the coins, which were also scattered all over, are now not scattered. They are in the little coin holder, organized from quarters to nickels to pennies to dimes in size, size-wise. Really? It's organized. And then there's, a, there's so much shit in my car that could have got taken. I had hockey sticks. I had a Yeti cooler. I had... Um, these really cool shoes that everybody compliments, right? I mean, it's, I can't believe that none of that shit got taken. $7 was taken and, and my car was better for it. It was cleaned. It was organized. There were like receipts stacked up. It was the nicest fucking car break into of all time. It was like, it was like the person sat there and thought, okay, I've taken $7 from this person. What would be worth $7 to this person? I think it would be organizing the inside of their car and not taking anything else. It, I've never experienced anything like that. When I, when I, I was so nervous to open my back door because my hockey sticks are expensive mm -hmm. and I was nervous that those are going to be gone. And those shoes that everybody likes, those are expensive. And they were just sitting on top of a seat. So I know they were seen. There's a Yeti cooler. That's expensive. That wasn't taken. Nothing else was disturbed. I think this person really did. He's like, I'm hungry. I need $7. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to earn it. And fucking, I know for a fact the person that did this is not listening to this podcast. <laughs> but I'm putting it out into the universe. If you're going to steal, that is the way to do it. If you need money, that is the way to do it. That's fucking crazy. Is, I, here's a question. How impressive is Kelsey as a human being? Like, does she really handle her shit as a human being? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is, the, is another possible solution that she saw your car and she's like, well, fuck. Went out there, cleaned it up, and then did the thing that moms do. And I don't want to suggest that dynamic, but was like, well, this is, I, I fucking earned this. You know, like when they find like, <laughs> you leave $8 in your jeans and make me wash your jeans. It's my $8 now. No, I, I mean, she would definitely clean my car for me, but I, cause she is very nice, but she uh, would have also given me the money back. Also, here is something that I forgot. Okay. So now, now I change it. They took, they took my garage door opener from Fergus Falls. Oh, that's not good. They, so I'm sure, I'm sure they sting. were, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they were trying to figure out. And here's what's crazy about this now. Oh my God. I thought about a whole bunch of other stuff. My garage door opener 
I tried to change the code on the garage door so people could come in and feed the cats that I'm allergic to. <laughs> and so maybe subconsciously I broke the garage door so no one could get in and those fucking cats could figure it out for themselves. Or maybe they wouldn't. And maybe I'd be breathing better. It doesn't matter. The point is this. Obviously, I'm not going to kill cats. But listen, I fucked up the door, I think. And so my garage door opener for the our door didn't work, which leads into the home, right? Oh, boy. It's not a separate thing. Oh, boy. So I think when I was doing that, I fucked up my garage door opener, which was in my car. And so now that I'm thinking about it, I'm so glad that I messed up the door. That's just the universe being helpful. I messed up the door and the person couldn't get into the garage, which is awesome. And, uh, and now I keep my garage door opener in my jacket pocket. Can I ask you a question? Please. So this is something that is a divisive topic in my family. Okay. Uh, it's not just me and Jenna. It's essentially everyone despises it, uh, with the exception okay. of the baby boy, because he doesn't seem to have much of a care. Okay. I, when it's wintertime and it's cold, if yeah. I'm going to go to like a Dick's Sporting Goods, okay, uh, and I pull up, and even yep. if I'm going to be in there for like 25 minutes, I just leave my car running with the doors unlocked. Okay. Uh, keys, keys in it? Keys in it because it's a fob. In okay. It. And often, <clears throat> even in the summertime, when I am going into a Target, any place that I view to be a high visibility place, like, for sure. example, Go Bananas has a, like a parking lot that's back behind something. It's very dark. Not the sort of place yeah. you'd want to leave your doors unlocked. It like goes into woods. Yes. Someone could walk out from the woods in an M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movie and steal your yes, car. Yes, absolutely. Do you, where are you at on the, you're a fucking crazy person and someone's going to steal your car, which is one side of this, and me going, I really don't think someone is going to steal my car midday at such a public place with so much visibility and often cameras. Sure. I, um, I don't have enough energy or bandwidth to care if someone steals your car. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.